What's going on, y'all? James Hicks here from Infotainment News and ITN Live. Look, been wanting to do this for a long time. This being starting a podcast to go along with the with the site and go along with the other social media platforms we have. But been always trying to find the right platform to use. Right, been looking for how to get the message out to our engaged readers, our engaged viewers how to really how to monetize and believe it or not I found the right platform that's getting the job done that's going to be easy to use and easy to set up that platform is anchor anchor is a one-stop shop for recording hosting and distributing your podcast best of all it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use and now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. Check it out. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now. This is an ad for Anchor, if you didn't guess that by now. Check it out. If you want to get started with Anchor, if you want to start sending out your message, owning your own platform, broadcasting your message, go to anchor.fm slash start. Join me, join the rest of the diverse uh, authors and owners of content out there. Get your podcast off the ground. Let us know where it is. Talk to you soon. Y'all be cool. Atención California, ahora hay un nuevo fondo federal de 3 mil millones de dólares para ayudar a más personas a pagar su seguro médico sin importar sus ingresos. Eso significa que las parejas ahora podrían pagar 700 dólares menos cada mes. Los solteros podrían obtener cobertura integral por solo un dólar al mes. Y una familia de cuatro podría pagar menos de 100 dólares al mes. Visita CoveredSea.com diagonal español para ver tu nuevo precio más bajo. Solo en Covered California. Tu seguro médico empieza aquí. Unexpected trouble? CashNet USA can take the stress out of borrowing emergency funds. Our fast, secure application process makes it easy to apply online 24-7. Plus, CashNet USA offers same-day funding if approved before 10.30 a.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday. Additional terms may apply. Visit CashNetUSA.com or tap the banner to apply today. Good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Verbose Perspectives. I am James Hicks, and there is Mr. Robert Lee. How are you, sir? Always a good day whenever I get to hang out with you. Uh, it's, it's almost like I paid you to say No, I didn't pay you to say that, but that, I appreciate that. I appreciate that, sir. Uh, another great day, as, as you mentioned. We're getting close to the weekend. Uh, I, you can, I cannot tell you how much I'm looking forward to getting to the weekend this it's been a crazy week um, during the day job, but yeah. today's show is, is is going to be pretty pretty interesting and pretty uh, thought provoking as well. Uh, before we get into it, I do want to remind folks the kind of the goal and the purpose right behind verbose perspectives. We we really are here to garner engagement, promote a sense of community and networking. We are talking about all things from the entrepreneurship space, things from the video marketing, live streaming space. Uh, so really having a collaborative dialogue and a collaborative conversation, us to you, you to us, everyone learns. And, and really, we're just here to make sure that everyone engages and grows right in, in their particular journey. So with that being said, Robert, tell the folks what you do on a, on a day-to-day basis besides shoveling snow in 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 your neck of the woods. <laughs> I'm about I'm out like up to here. Well, then again, what's up to here with snow? It's probably down here for other folks just because of the whole. Yeah. Anyway, but <laughs> but uh, as uh, James alluded to, so uh, the executive video producer and founder of Shalala Productions, where we 
specialize in creating marketing videos as well as uh, providing live stream service focusing in the education and the medical field and uh, I, I always like to add that we also have a specialty in pop culture just as to like how to infuse such uh, different takes in terms of just kind of punching up uh, videos in general live either in person or or online so um and and the the interesting challenge just uh just what everyone's doing with their videos is just like you know what's the best way to engage with the audience you know what material res resonates with the audience as well as just what's the best way to distribute that and i think it's kind of a neat as to what what kind of slight tee up as to what we may be talking about um yeah i mean it's uh it's, it's uh it's it's been pretty crazy i mean i think uh one, one things or I guess uh, I'm almost like jumping into the topic, but um, but but the the answer the 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 early question that's that's what we do, um, and it's always a, it's always a joy that just to be able to find ways to help others, uh, to create the videos or get the message out the best way I can, and and the whole theme of our show in terms of engagement includes uh, being inclusive is just being able to either talk with clients or talk with colleagues as to what's the best way to get get your message out there and how to present it and everything. Love it. Love it. T today, we wanted to kind of dive into a, a subject matter that you actually brought up to, to me a, a little while ago. And it, it, it kind of evolves and revolves around your particular industry, video marketing, things like that. And, and I wanted to just have a dialogue with you. I'm going to put you on the spot, right? And talk about okay. observations, talk about trends, things of that within your particular industry. What folks are maybe what have they done? What are they doing today? And kind of what, what we see uh, and what you see really as kind of the next evolution in terms of video marketing, live streaming, video production, production, all, all of those aspects, right? Because that really sure. entails not just getting in front of the camera and, and turning on the, turning on the, uh, the lights and things like that, but all of the back end pieces, I like to call it, you know, the operational pieces as well. So, right. What, what, what are you seeing from a, from an industry uh, trends perspective, uh, past, present, future? Sure. I mean, the one thing I, I enjoyed checking out and everyone does is the, how other, how the competitors and other folks in the video production and the live stream community as to specifically like the service providers or folks offering the service as to mm. how they can jockey for position as to how they can stand out as being the, the go-to folks in terms of providing the service or creating the content. And so uh, earlier, but like before we got on, you were talking about like the different stages. Like I see it three, three, three things. I think earlier, like once we knew that, you know, everyone's going to be hunkered down uh, working from home and stuff, that live streaming is big, whether it's video conferencing or doing live streaming program. So that most of the content that I see there in terms of what the, the providers or people offering the service is focusing more on the tech side as to, okay, what do we need to create the the videos that we want uh, live streaming? I mean, you're talking about like the cameras, audio, uh, just, you know, what's uh, the best uh, way to stream it, you know, whether it's, uh, using live streaming software such as vmix ecam to the, the distribution software where we talk about <laughs> restream um uh, even um oh was it wowzer i think it was like wowzer and, and what have you and so well, you're, you're, of, you're flashing back now with some with some other names that love it okay yeah. yeah so i mean so 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 once the pandemic hit and the emphasis was just okay what are the stuff we need to be able to get online and to be able to, to create the videos so right now Right, we're coming into like a close to a little over a year just being trying to deal with the the pandemic and now i'm seeing that the, what's being involved is like i don't it's like uh you know folks already aware that there's a just saturation of information out there what you need to create uh, a live stream video so now the next step is okay you got the stuff what are you gonna say in front of the camera <laughs> and so yeah, so I mean, now I'm starting to see a lot of the the folks, and it's it's evident whether it's in LinkedIn, YouTube, Facebook, folks are talking about the content. It's like, okay, how do you present yourself? What are you going to say? You know, how how to put the show together, and uh, and it's been interesting just in terms of the, the type of uh, content out there. Whether they're talking about, you know, focusing your uniqueness of. I'm trying to make sure not to say anything trademark or anything, but just in terms of just like I'll, how I'll do make sure you? We don't get sued. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> so it's it's about just trying to get the most out of you uh, of being yourself in front of the camera 
but being able to stand out from whether it's your competitors in your industry to how to get people to come up, watch the, the really be honed in on, on what you're saying in front of the camera yeah. to just the structuring it so that you're not going up there, a pell-mell going, <laughs> but adding a little bit of structure to the format. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's, that's, that's what we're seeing a lot more right now. And yeah. I think at, at some point, if not near the end of the year, or at the very least, uh, the beginning of next year, I think that you're going to see a lot more of uh, folks, whether it's on the agency side or the video production side, really focusing more on on the the, the video marketing aspect of it as to where you're going to be able to distribute the, the content uh, to reach the audience that you're trying to go after. And I, yeah. I love what you mentioned, James, that the, the next step in terms of just in terms of how you market uh, the content is uh, just the optimization, and I might be getting ahead of myself. It could be like you did. Uh, you just you just jumped. I mean, like you just hurdled over two <laughs> questions that I was going to ask you. Right? You, you just it's the old statement. Well, did you wag the dog already? But that, that's all right, though, man. You are you are on a roll. It's it's all good. It's like keep yeah. keep going, brother. Keep going. No, I I mean it's it's just a matter of like you're taking you've got you've gone from how do you do a video to what are you going to say in front of it to like how are you going to get it out there. Yeah. And once you know like how you're going to get it out there, it's like what's the best way that they're they're recognizing you got content out there f- for people to see. And that's where we talk about like uh, optimization. I think to go a step further from that is almost more cyclical because then it's like, okay, once you know like how you're going to get the, the video out there to how you're going to be able to optimize the people know their videos out there for people to see as to – you know where where to put it, and um, and and it's almost cyclical in my mind in that I think a lot of the the basic principles that drives the videos is a form of marketing, and it's going to introduce a lot more of um, you know the direct marketing, direct mail principles mm-hmm. in terms of just not only reaching your audience but where to where to have them congregate the to get the stuff or to see the stuff that. Uh, um, it just, I think it'll just start up the the cycle again. Uh, I, I know I'm, I'm like trying to like cram in like about years you, worth you, of marketing you, or stuff. And you are, man. You're, you're given the whole four year, you know, study in the Cliff Notes version. But, but that, that's fine. I mean, I, I want to continue to piggyback on that, right? I mean, you, you, right. you, 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 you drop some interesting gems there, and I want to, I want to kind of reverse and get focused a little bit. Uh, you talked about from the legacy perspective so again i'm just gonna say past present and next right you talk about from the past it was always concern and worry about the gear right the technology and any infrastructure that you had in place the lights camera action that stuff right and that is important i think and we actually talked about that during during our last show uh, f- focus on on getting your audio right first then worry about getting your your, your lighting and your camera and do that stuff but now everyone really is focusing i think on the message and making sure that yeah. that at that message that you're delivering resonates with whatever the audience that you're trying to reach to. Everyone has a story. I, I truly right. believe that everyone has a story and yep. giving them the means and the opportunity to share that story will resonate with the community. Right. Uh, I, I really am, am I'm passionate about that. And I think that that is, is something that folks can, can leverage just, it's almost like a relationship, right? There's someone out there for everyone. And, you know, there will be folks that resonate with whatever message you're trying to deliver. Yeah. Differentiating from the vast array of other folks doing the same similar type of conversation as you're having, that's key. So so let's pause there and talk a little bit about that, right? Uh, Okay. What what are some ways, I, I know you also host and co-host on a couple of other shows and, and you obviously teach and tell folks how to uh, work and interact on camera. What are you hearing and saying to folks about wanting to start a show about finding the right message, a message that can be sticky, right, to a particular community? Are, are you just telling them, go with your gut, go with your heart, go with, uh, you know, if you like con- comic books and anime or something, fire up a channel on that or go out and look at the Google trends, right? And find something that's that's top of mind, top of the news kind of thing and, and give your own particular take on it. What 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 are you in your circle hearing or telling folks to to do? 
it's a little bit of blending of the content as well as trying to identify the strengths and weaknesses of the person, people, group that are uh, presenting so that you're getting the most out, out, there, out of, out of uh, the person that's presenting. Um, so before we even go into the content, it's almost taking a step back where it's not so much uh, focusing on the technology, but just seeing like what they, they have to work with uh, in terms of making sure that they can do it. Mm-hmm. The show. From there, it's a matter of like, okay, and then try to like focus on how we can create the program, like the format, uh, the blend, the getting the best out, out of the person. So if we use the 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 comic and the animator, uh, it's a matter of just trying to gauge as to what their either product, industry, uh, or, or personal experience knowledge as to where the strengths are. Uh, to play their strength because I think the last thing you want to do is like introduce a segment of like, Hey, stump the, uh, stump the uh, announcer. And if they don't really know too much about the animation, but just have an opinion, that could be a problem. So, (laughs) so you got, so, so it's a little bit of just kind of like gauging as to like what they want to talk about, because as, as you know, like the more passionate a person is about what they want to talk about, the more, lively the more engaged uh yeah. the, the content's gonna be so yeah. it's about it's more like sussing that out so that before we can go like okay here's what we're gonna do boom 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 it's like okay let's 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 you know let's let's see what, what you like what's like what you're yeah. all about what you like to talk about and then that's a good that's a good point right actually have some some feeling and some care about what it is you're talking about right don't, don't go up there and try to boil the ocean about something that you have <laughs> have, have nothing in common with and, and act like you're uh, the next resident uh uh, expert on it. That, that that's a really good point. Let, let's talk about um, mediums of delivery, right? And this yeah. is an interesting question that that came up from Brother Kovaleski. So shout yeah. out to him. We're we're thinking about you, brother. Uh, glad to see you online. Oh, Current statistics show that marketing materials and social media posts get up to seventy percent more engagement than text only or static graphic posts. And 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 that's a that's a change, right? Because yeah, I, I started in the early days of WordPress, um, right. I've, I've been, I've been creating sites in WordPress for a very long time before I had gray hair and all that. And text was king for a while, right. Just, just being able to have that platform where you can share your message and, and, and curate that out to your, your, your audiences and things of that nature. But with the evolution of all of the social media platforms, you know, the Instagrams, the, the Twitters, the Snapchats and having, shorts and having stories and having those means of being able to grab hold of someone's attention for the two or three minutes that you that you have it for because you it, it's very rare that you're going to get anyone's attention for long for longer than that but right have a compelling message that you can put out there that's graphical and that's visual that's an interesting uh, characteristic as well in terms of how social and the way that we're spreading the message differently for content creators Right. Because, again, it, it had typically been just via text and via blog post and you share that out through your your email campaigns or whatever the case may be. But now you're looking for your subscribers, you're looking for engagement on your Instagrams and your your Snapchats and things like that, because you're sharing not just text, but you're showing video. Do you uh, take advantage of Snapchat, TikTok, uh, Instagram and things like that in, in some of your activities for Shalala Productions? So I, I do take advantage of. Uh, it's funny you say Instagram because before we went live, I did a quick uh, Instagram. I, that was actually uh, a softball post. throw that I did. That yeah. was. I hope, I hope you caught it. I I, I knew right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, um, I, I I did use Instagram. I know I should use. I know like what Gary V and the others they like Snapchat uh, and TikTok. I haven't really got into it. Not that uh, I don't see the value in it. It's just that. Uh, I, I think it's it's one of those things where I, I just have to like at least have control as to what uh, medium to use uh, to my advantage because it, it's getting to the point where if you put out so much uh, time to try to learn anything, which I mean, it's, it's good to know. Um, I think it's almost like you kind of like s- s- uh, split your uh, resource or attention to get out to all the mediums. Then to the master one, and then 
mm-hmm. and to mm-hmm. and they get so uh I, I think it was maybe it's just more the old school in me like just to like set a limit as to which one to focus on so that way it doesn't take away of coming up with the content that's compelling that really uh will garner attention or at least one that would add value um so i i, I do so i do use instagram um i know like we're, we're using uh link linkedin uh, yes we are we are on, we are live on linkedin right now yes we are exactly <laughs> uh, facebook uh youtube um and just uh and just try to like uh be aware uh, of the, the the nooks and crannies the quirks to, to use the advantage in, in in getting the content out there uh yeah. not not to throw a curveball well, to the curveball but i mean okay. how about you like what 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 do you enjoy using and which one you find uh more effective in terms of posting the, the content out there and yeah that's that is a curve because i don't enjoy doing any of it <laughs> but right we, you got to do it and yeah yeah <laughs> My, my biggest challenge right now, and this could turn into an intervention for myself, is really finding the right balance within the workflow, okay. right? Be- because there's a, there's, there's a lot of activity that happened before show, right? When, when, you're, when you're scheduling an event and, and the whole marketing activities that go into that. So we're, you're posting an event that, that's going to go live on like, like uh, we'll say LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. You got to build some marketing around that to try to gain uh, engagement and folks to, uh, to attend. So how do you do that? I'll do an audiogram or something that goes out on Instagram. I'll do obviously some commentary on the brand page on Facebook and on my profile, mm-hmm. things like that. So, so, so there'll be a lot of activity that happens before the show, a couple of days before, 10, 15, 20 minutes before going live. Obviously, like you were saying, there's a quick uh, marketing pitch to folks saying, remind, remember, we're getting ready to go live here. So there, there's that activity. There yeah. are some automated tweets that literally I have going out right now using a platform that's saying we're live to come check us out. It literally just went went out just now. Yep. So I, I see it popped up on, on the screen. So, so th- yep. there's automation tools as well. After the show, I'll pull down the audio from this, convert yep. it into an MP3, and then upload it into a syndicated podcast. So that'll go out to Apple Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, and all of those other platforms. So repurposing the same content. Yep. But in a different form, because I really I, I heard something from from someone who I really uh, admire in this entire video production uh, world, and I believe it was Diana Gladney. She said, "Meet your audience where they are." Yeah, right. Not everyone is on LinkedIn like we are. Right. The only time right. we really publish on LinkedIn is, is for specific reasons, for business focus, entrepreneurship, high tech, what, whatever the case may be. Not everyone's going to be there. Not everyone is going to be on YouTube. Right. Uh, not everyone's going to more folks are probably going to be on Facebook. So not every show, not every post, not every piece of content goes on each of those platforms. And you've got to meet your audience where they are. For a while, I was telling folks, I'll post the event on Facebook, but please come over to YouTube because I'm trying to get to I'm trying to get those special YouTube plaques in my in my house. Eh, I'm not worried about that anymore. I Again, I want to meet the audience <laughs> where they are so they're comfortable so they can digest the content and, yeah. and, and be able to engage as, as they see fit. So uh, long story short, uh, yeah, I use a lot of tools, especially some automation tools. I'm actually looking at some other means of project management now. So I'm, I'm yep. looking at something to replace my current platform for taking notes and show notes and logistics and things like that for every show. I use Evernote yep. right now. I don't, I'm not getting paid by Evernote, so I can go ahead and mention the name. I, I <laughs> use them, uh, but I'm looking for something more agile. Uh, so looking at uh, Notion, I'm looking at Trello, I'm looking at uh, Asana, uh, looking mm-hmm. at Bear. So all, all these other platforms and applications, tools to help me really to streamline my workflow and my process. Right now, now they're no good if I don't use them and take advantage yeah. of them. But that that's kind of kind of where I am again, just just to make sure that all of the steps that need to happen in a production are seamless and less anxiety ridden because that that's it it folks really should understand that you can't really just turn the lights and the camera on and, and go live there's so much that goes on behind the scenes don't be intimidated by it but there's yeah. a lot of activity that needs to happen for you to have an effective show an effective run of show needs to be in place so 
Yeah, I was on my soapbox for a little bit. I'll take a drink of coffee <laughs> while you while you go ahead. On all right, I mean, you raised a lot a lot of important points, which is in terms of the uh, the distribution and just being where the the audience is to, mm. to get the content out there. I'll put a different spin on it in that um, I know that the the other flip side of the argument is that it's almost like giving credit to the platform to receive the benefits of all the hard work that you're doing. And, uh, mm. and in some ways, I think, I don't know if it's uh, who I talked to about this or at least someone had mentioned that um, I think it was like, uh, like with, uh, with, with Wistia where, when they were like um, encouraging people, well, not only use their, use their products to be upload and put their video, but their emphasis was to drive traffic to your website so that, although you're asking the viewers to go to one place to consume your uh, videos and everything that uh, I, I think it's just the idea that you should reap the benefit from the work that you're doing. Mm. I know, I know it's going against the idea like, well, you want to be able to go where, where you're putting the content. It's true. Uh, but at the same time, you, you want to be able to the benefit in terms of the the audience uh, that you're capturing to be able to go to where you're able to um, uh, either to engage or at least uh, whether it's if if you're like um, trying to get people to like uh, pay attention to other stuff you have on the website and stuff. So um, I I guess it I guess it just really boils down to finding that balance of. You want to go to where the audience is, but at the same yeah. time, you want to be able to the benefit of getting the audience attention, so to be able for them to be able to either get to know your product or get you don't, to know you don't want to miss product. out, right? You don't, so yeah, you, you break up an interesting point because I'm actually yeah. doing a test with this show tonight, and it's actually also streaming to Twitch. All right, okay. D this isn't the audience. This show isn't for the Twitch audience, right? That, that's it's it's primarily the gamers. It's primarily the folks that are playing call like my son playing call of duty 24 hours a day and, and do, doing that kind of thing yep however i'm looking at my my metrics here there are folks watching it right now so yeah. it, it it's it's touching with someone and, and it's resonating with someone so so right. again we're, we're we're reaching a whole different demographic yeah yeah I, I can guarantee you after the show when i fire up linkedin and look at how many folks either watch this live or going to watch the replay that's going to be the majority and then also you know i see uh youtube is doing pretty decently as well but but again that's where this type of show kind of resonates I, i'm really just beta testing and putting it out there on twist just to see how it happens but again you, you have to be cognizant of that though i'm just i guess i'm just going to say that when you are in the process of putting together a event and in a show uh, and whatever the topic is make sure that your audience will be accepting of that in whatever form that you put it in right so because right. you you just you just have to be cognizant of that and, and don't be discouraged if you start out and you only have one viewer and you're talking to yourself after 20 minutes and there's zero viewers. It, 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 it's, it's all right because, again, it's not just a live audience. I, I really right. am a strong proponent for folks to remember that when you repurpose your content and you put it out there on, on like a podcast or you cut up snippets and you put it out in, in right. Instagram and do those audiograms, that, that's, that's powerful uh, in terms of being able to bring people back to you, your channels. So, yeah, man. That's what I look. See, you you asked. You you brought this I on asked. yourself, brother. You you, hey. you should you should bring your fire on right now because uh, you know, like I'm dropping some gems on them right now. And I, that's well. I mean, if, if if they're not if they're not paying attention, I, I mean, they're, they're missing out. So <laughs> I'm I'm dropping some gems on them. Well, I, I should put my buy me a coffee link out here. Hold on. No. Oh, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> Snow and ashes going. I love it. So okay, so let, let's let's do this. Yes. We talked about yes. past, present. We talked about yep. technology being used, infrastructure, things like that. We talked about making all sure right. that the message mm -hmm. was relevant to uh, all the audiences. And you you started going down the path at, in terms of I think what's next, and that being the marketing yeah. activities. And and we kind of just hit on that as well just yeah, now. Yeah. But but how does one effectively do that right um i think 
measurement and analytics are, are are critical. I'm a numbers guy, right? So I, yeah. I as as I was saying, I got these all these other screens, and I, and I'm looking at I'm looking at viewership right right now, and I'm, I'm glued over here. I got I got one eye looking over here when I should be looking at you and the camera, but. It's okay. Those, those those are the kinds of things I think that matter and that are relevant as well. So, mm-hmm. how are folks optimizing that message from a marketing perspective? Right? Are they are you using tools like um, uh, like I use Social Blade and I use TubeBuddy? Those those are two tools that I use at least from a from a YouTube perspective to make sure that uh, I'm using the right keywords, I'm using the right yep. tags, I'm using the right uh, 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 Hashtag all, all those things, right? The, and posting at the right time. So, are are you using anything particular in terms of uh, when, where, how, and what to say in the description of your particular videos that you put out? It's almost like ah, <laughs> I should. <laughs> and, and what you're saying is is correct. Uh, I, I, I'm I'm painful. I'm painful to admit this. I haven't only because. I've been so caught up with just the the focus on the what makes the video tick, what what works to iron out that I haven't delved into the 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 analytic tools as to which to use. Um, but if I were to use um, those, are some that I would look into. Uh, I, I feel like I'm gonna sound like my dad, like you know, it all adds up as to like the type of analytic tools to invest in to, to know like what to the best measure the performance and everything like that. So. Um, so I'll probably be more on the research stage as to which one I w- would invest in as to like, what would, you know, really would tell me, uh, what, what benchmarks to look for or what the test. So, um, because I, I've been looking at best practices as to like, you know, what tools I can get the most out of in terms of, uh, getting the type of content to, to the post, whether it's, uh, okay, if I'm using a, uh, stream you know, am I able to pull up the, the proper, um engagement graphics or i'm sorry the uh the, the chat text like you can like with vmix uh what's vmix lacking that i can't get that streamyard has after uh and looking at at restream you know they're able to to push out like different platforms or, or different channels you know how much of that can i get the most out of if i'm using uh, a vmix so I've, I've been focusing more on that than on on the tools that you described there which i should okay. be doing um, but at the same time, um, uh, it, it, it's, it's, it's one that I'm, I'm, I mentioned that the, the figure out just because once you get everything hammered out as to how you want to, to create the video and post it, you gotta be able to measure that. So, uh, not, not to throw a curveball to the curveball. I mean, what, which ones you, you find interesting that, uh, are, that you hadn't, hadn't thought of before investing in the tools that you say, okay. That's something I should look out for at the yeah. benchmark in terms yeah. of the, the next video I post. You know, you're just looking for a way to put me on the spot, right? And, and, <laughs> and because of that, I'm gonna put you in the in the in the little pip. I, I'm I can't box. even point right. I, I, I can't even get the mirror action going down. So it's all good. <laughs> so, so like I mentioned, from from a YouTube um, analytics perspective, right? I I'm, mm-hmm. I'm using a couple of tools. Uh, specifically right now to buddy and and social blade and what they're allowing me to do is to really see again preferential times preferential statements preferential um remarks to put in each post in the description in the title with particular you could bring home the bacon but why stop there when you shop with jewel osco for you you can bring home the entire breakfast the bacon, the eggs, the pancakes, and more. You can bring home great rewards, personalized deals, and points to redeem on groceries. You can even bring home a free treat on your birthday. Sounds like we're going to need a bigger frying pan. Become a free Jewel Osco for you member today. No purchase necessary. Download the Jewel Osco deals and delivery app and feed your joy. Visit jewelosco.com slash for you for program details. Bissell air purifiers capture allergens, pet dander, even smoke. They're powerfully effective with three-stage filtration, including a HEPA filter. Get Simply Clean Air in every room from Bissell, a trusted brand in home care. Tags with particular keywords, uh, ensuring that the thumbnail is high resolution and catching, right, that it's not solid color black or something right that that is brightly right that i that that it's eye capturing and that it resonates with 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 the audience so so those are tools that that allow you to actually see some of those metrics and with social blade it actually also has a capability of of kind of 
forecasting you. So you're at X number of subscribers on your channel right now. And you can say, it, it'll tell you, you're projected to get to a thousand subscribers by this particular date. So I really like that because it helps you to kind of gamify it for yourself in your own mind and for me. So I'm saying, look, I'm trying to get to a thousand followers on YouTube before the end of this calendar year. And mm -hmm. the, the way the social blade has got it laid out for me, it, it, it shows that I can get to that. But obviously I kind of, like I said, I want to gamify that and get there a little bit sooner. So, so that's really, really key and really, really critical. Um, as far as, as I was mentioning about the social media automation. So I use a platform called content studio to send out, uh, messages automatically. It's uh, it's similar to Hootsuite. A lot of folks know about Hootsuite okay. and Sprout yep. Social. Uh, and um, what 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 else is there? So I think uh, Social B is uh, folks have probably heard of Social B. So yep. tools uh, like that to to yep. allow you to automatically push out content to Twitter, Facebook, and it has Instagram. It has Pinterest as well. I I've, I've been sleeping yep. on Pinterest. I need I need to actually I need to roll that back into the into the workflow because there's yeah. a, lot, a lot of engagement on there so right. okay i use that right but so th those are kind of tools that, that i use on a, on a daily frequent basis to push out information and to measure how much engagement how much interaction kind of the ctr right the whole click-through ratio in terms of right yeah how, how folks are actually engaging with the content when i send it out uh are they sharing and things of that nature so i can see that Th right those, so those are three at, at top of mind you, you mentioned encoders right that we have out there in the marketplace for doing yeah. this type of thing live streaming so we are today taking advantage of restream restream.io the platform um it's got some analytics built into it right yep. so after we go live it'll actually email me a report showing what the latency was what the whole um total viewership was uh if we had any drop packets to run so it'll, it'll give me again those operational pieces in terms of what the the show looked like on the internet and it'll actually give me some metrics in terms of how many people were were, were watching live uh so so i really like that as well because it, again that helps me figure out is there something wrong with my connection my internet connection you know, yeah. I, I always run a speed test before going live just to make sure but i i, I love that aspect and, and yeah. again I, I love that immediate feedback after clicking the in stream button where right. restream says you know what this is the metrics for for your particular event so um facebook messaging oh, i'm sorry facebook uh on the brand pages gives you some really detailed uh, information in terms of demographics, right? Because look, Facebook is just like Microsoft. They know everything about everyone. So it, it'll, it'll yeah. tell me how many women age 18 to 24 who live in the Pacific Northwest were watching the show for two minutes. Right. That's great. And again, that's in the weeds. That's that's something that if I wanted to, I could put into an Excel spreadsheet and put it into a pivot table and, and do something yeah. with it. But I, I don't need to get to that level. But but that information is there because Facebook, like Google and like Microsoft, have all that kind of data on everyone who's on those platforms. So mm -hmm. uh, just, just taking advantage of that. So that, that, that is something that I do. I, I, I really will, will comb through the numbers. Similar to the podcast, I can say. So after we after I published a podcast, I'll wait 24 hours, log into the platform and see which mediums or which platforms were listening to the podcast. So how many people on desktops, how many people on laptops, on mobile, uh, different types of mobile, iPhone versus Android, PC versus Mac, um, smart speakers has started to show up in the analytics as well for the podcast so that that's really interesting how many folks are listening to it from alexa and and siri so that that's that's right. pretty cool as well to, to get down into those those demographics so or as you would say we're getting fancy we, look <laughs> let me tell you something i i, I got the uh, slide rule i got an abacus I, 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 I'm a number two pencil kind of guy, right? I, we, we can, we can do it. We can, <laughs> but, I'll loan you a projector, but think about this, right? I mean, it's, yeah. it's now so easy, right? Back in the day, it, it was so convoluted and complex to really get a lot of this, this, this information. You had to, you had to hire someone who was, uh, 
digital marketing strategist. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a fancy title, but or, or whatever the case, so, someone who did this all day, every single day. But now the 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 producer, the talent, the end user can actually pull out of those metrics and make their right. own informed decision real time, as opposed yep. to having to go out and get that information from someone else. So I, I really, it, that's an exciting time for technology. And, I, and that's why I love this whole field that, that, that we're in. So um, would love to see if anyone had any comments or questions as well. I'm, I'm seeing some, some, some feedback, but, um, I got Robert Lee here, man. I asked the expert. He, he, he'll answer all the questions. I'll just make stuff up, right? I, that, that's <laughs> what I do on a, on a day-to-day basis, brother. I, I, I just, I get on stage with the jazz hands and just, just make stuff up. That's, that's, that's my role in life. I, I just give the jazz hands just because it's jazz hands. What's, what's, <laughs> what's not like, not like jazz hands. Well, that, that's, that's another subject in itself. So, <laughs> but, uh, no, I mean, um, I mean, uh, I, I mean, that's, I mean, earlier when we talk about trends, I mean, that's, that's what I'm seeing with what the uh, folks in the field doing as to like what they're promoting, uh, for live stream and stuff. Uh, I'm curious as to see, as to hear like what, what, what you're seeing, whether it's on the live stream, I'm sorry, the LinkedIn, uh, news feeds or Facebook news feed. Are you seeing a lot of ads of, of people, uh, advertising, live streaming services uh video content creating uh uh i mean i no. suspect there's some like targeting going on with me just because of the type of things i'm looking out for just because of you know i'm that yeah they, yeah, they, they got doing. you kind of like pigeonholed right they're like oh this guy right here let's make sure we send him all the ads for for all that stuff um you know i'm not really seeing promotion on LinkedIn for the services and the capability. But what I am doing, I'm seeing there is folks who have been approved to go live on LinkedIn. Cause, cause again, right now that, that list is still pretty small, right? They're, yeah. Everyone it's, it's like a, it's like FOMO, right? You get, you get the fear of missing out. <laughs> a lot of folks, yeah. everyone can, can stream on, on, on the Facebook and the, the Twitter platforms. Right. Uh, but man, you, you try to put in that application to, to get LinkedIn live and, and you got to, you got to climb through hoops over barbed wire and all, and all that stuff to get it. But once you get it, oh, you feel pretty good about it. Right. So, so they're being pretty, pretty conservative right now in terms of promoting and pushing that. Um, I am seeing a lot of folks that are, are, that have the access that are pushing their streams, but they're not doing it um, as frequently as daily as you would, you know, on a daily basis, as you would see someone going to YouTube. Right. So yeah. I, I know folks that are on LinkedIn Live, they don't always go to LinkedIn. They'll, they'll typically on, on a regular. When it came to 2 p.m. that day, I was I was on air and they, I said, what kind of show do you want me to do? He said, well, everybody's panicking and everybody's really hyped. They, they, you want to do a nice, calm, cool. Four hour show, two till six in the afternoon on the launch day. Okay. And I was petrified, absolutely petrified. You know, I, I'd done it at the hospital radio station. I'd done a show for two years there, not a problem. But doing it in front of 45,000 people across a county, right, for the first time ever. And, uh, yeah, I was absolutely petrified. But I did it. I got over it. My main show was what we call the, the graveyard shift. So it was 10 p.m. till 2 a.m. But the beauty about that is back in the day, and this is going back to your your, your original question, James, and I will get there, uh, your original question about how things have changed. Back in the day, I was able to choose the music for my own show. That's mm. how things have changed. Very soon after that, like a couple of a couple of years later, everything was automated. So the, the music was not chosen by the jocks. It was chosen by management mm -hmm. according to the style of music that they, wanna, they want the show to do, right? So... From then, from like 91, 92 onwards, it was all computerized and we had a printout of the stuff. We'd still get the stuff out of the library, but we'd have it printed out. It wasn't on computer right. in those days. When I left there in 94, 95 and then worked for a station near Bristol, which is one of the big cities nearby, um, then that was, all, that was all automated and that was on the computer screen and did breakfast shows and stuff thereafter. And then you move on to the... The late 90s, early 2000s, everything's on computer. You just press a button on the screen, on a touch screen, and it would start the, uh, it would start the jingles. Playing all your favorite hits. Have a great night, DJ Paul <laughs> That kind of stuff. Dude, wait a minute. Um, Hold on. Wait a minute. Just, wait a minute. Don't, don't, don't just gloss over that. Hold on. <laughs> a 
folks, let's okay. Let's let's get focused here right now. Let's get focused. Uh, okay. Do that one more time for me, please. Okay. Uh, th- th- this is on the stream deck, by the way. It's not on a touch screen, but yeah. Gotcha. Playing all your favorite hits. Have a great night, DJ Paul Webber. Dude, don't ever lose he's, that. He's loving that. I use that for my because I'm, I'm a mobile DJ, but I haven't mobile DJed since February of last year because of the lockdown and stuff, right? So I, I DJ for weddings. So that particular jingle was was relevant to my my um my DJ work in the evenings. Oh, that's good. That's good. Um, and that that jingle was produced by Jam Creative Productions in Dallas, Texas. Wowzers! Write that down too. I'm write that. I, I know Robert's trying to trying to trying to get me to be quiet because I, I, I guess there's a see. Here, this is a, a VMix thing. There's a limitation on us here, so he, he's trying to cut us off. But I'm I'm writing this down too. The Jam Production, the the what was jam it? The, the big bottom stuff. J A M. Oh yeah. yeah. Don't, don't let me get a hit to media. Mary Lynn. Yeah. Uh, don't let me get a, a hit to yeah, media, media uh, radio jingle done. <laughs> jingle done. I mean, I'm seeing the gears churning and the light bulb just went over James' head uh, when he heard that. Like, Ugh! I'm looking I'm at, for my wallet right yeah, now. Well, you know, I'm, I'm looking at, for the credit card right now. <laughs> well, let me let me, t- let me tell you a story about that, James. Um, I was at the studio when that was recorded. They had yeah. seven singers in the studio, and I was behind the mixing console, a 48-channel digital mixing desk. I was in the studio behind the producer when they recorded it. I'd already sent them the lyrics the the, the previous yeah. day. And they said, well, why don't you come down and take a look at the studios? At the same time, we will record your jingle. We have a session going on. We're going to record your jingle at the same time. And my God, that was the best moment of my life. That's so cool. Very cool. So we we need to have you back on the show to talk a little bit more about that because I I, I love the history piece, right? And 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 there's so so much resonance there that, that we need to dive into, again, talking about where you were, where you are and then kind of where, where we're going. Yeah. I, I really love that uh, for folks to understand the history pieces of that, but uh, uh, this was a great show. This is a great conversation. What do you think, Robert? Ah, it's always two a thumbs up or one and a half thumbs up. Just, oh, I, I give it to you. There we go. I, I'm so trying to get used to being in this little, little box here, but no, I mean, it's always a pleasure to be able to pick Paul's brain and just to hear where it's all at. As they say, I don't know if they say it, but, um, but yeah, I mean, uh, bef- before we wrap up, like James says, were there any final thoughts or like uh, how how can best uh, pe- people best uh, reach you or uh, find you uh, on the on the interwebs, as they say? Yeah, thank you very much. My my website is um, you'll find at I don't know if you can see that properly or not, but it's um oh, oh, it's oh, a bit oh. uh, it's a bit off the screen, but it's loveaudio.co.uk. You can't quite see that. There you go. That's better. They'll see it. So yeah, loveaudio uk is the website you'll also find my podcast on there um and you'll also find a contact page you can just drop me a message anytime day or night uh, via the website so um yeah happy to uh to answer any questions that anybody might have you know so um i hope that helps and um if they need to know anything if you guys need to know anything just drop me a line i'm happy to answer any questions at any time like i say Sorry. And seeing that this is uh, we'll being be. pre-recorded for folks that are watching this, they can always uh, leave a question in the comments, and we'll be sure to pass it on to Paul, so that way he can get back to you with his thoughts or, or feedback or, or answers to your questions. So, awesome, awesome, Paul. I just want to say thank you, man. Uh, great conversation. I'm, I'm glad we finally got a chance to have uh, have you on the show and, and and pick your brain a little bit. I'm I'm looking forward. I've already subscribed to. I was already a subscriber to your channel, but now I'm going to actually make sure I check out all the other uh, creations that you're putting out there as well. Good stuff. Well, thank you, James. Thank you, Robert, for having me. It's been a pleasure. Our pleasure. Thanks, Paul. And in the recording I'm talking about you being the Kings man you know we got we got coach Adelman he did he put in a lot of good time while he was here you know he he's on the list uh never wanted was, though never want I, never I, wanted I, I, so I know I know <laughs> so, I just put it I out mean, there but uh, you you, you got <laughs> to you win it yeah but I mean respect okay you know, I don't he, mean, he yeah. puts the time uh your boy C Webb up you know out there calling timeouts uh when he, when he when he's not supposed to be calling timeouts but he's on the list he he might I don't know 
I don't know if this is his year. I, I don't. I don't. I me 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 personally analyzing basketball. C Webb, I think, is great. But if we're gonna go to, to a certain criteria of who's Hall of Fame, yeah, I mean, I, I think the only powerful, the only powerful I know that's justifiable that hasn't won, uh, uh, or the just the power, power forces that that haven't won a, a ring and got in are Carl Malone and Charles Barkley, which we know they were great. And I know yeah. Webb was the Webb is a beast, but Webb's knees gave out early. Yeah, you know, Webb had he started having those bad knees, and Weber. Had only a lot of success when he was with the Kings. True, the teams he went after were there was, there was very little bit of success. I mean, he had some success with the Warriors, but he had most more success with the Kings. Nah, I, um, I don't even I, count what he had with the Warriors to be honest with you, because that, that wasn't the same at all. Yeah, yeah. So, so I think I think Webb is is a beast. I don't know if he's a first time no. ballot Hall of Famer, but I think he'll deserve to get in. I think he his numbers are up there with everybody else. So he's a double double guy at night. So. He'll eventually get it. I just don't think it's the first round guy, especially yeah. now getting on the battle with Kobe. Yeah, I mean, no, man, it, that's the point. There, gotta, there it is, right there, right? Because again, it's the whole be story. To get on this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you gotta be the guys. I want to see if the guys gonna. It's gotta be like Dr. J gets on with Kobe. <laughs> uh, 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 you know, some other iconic guys yeah. that get on this, this Kobe ballot. I just don't think he he, he should be on the Kobe ballot. At all. I, that and, and I and I I don't I. It's not rigged. Yes, it's not. Oh boy, the, you're right. Oh, yeah, well, you're right. Yeah, KG Garnett definitely in before, but you know, I'm saying yeah. you know it's it's not rigged, and, and and it's always you know it's a conversation, and we we assume it's a you know conversation that is fair and equitable. But I think again, just the whole um, aspect and the and the and the atmosphere of the night and and of the occasion, man. Yeah, you you got you got to have a list folks that are going in when, mm-hmm. when when you got eight and twenty four being being enshrined. So and I yep. I, just, I just don't see Chris Webber. He did what he did. He was he was a, he was a, a exciting player, but Hall mm-hmm. of Famer going in the same night as Kobe Bryant. I don't see it. So nah, uh, I, I I can't go with that one. Yeah. Not, not not on the same night as Kobe. Like they do it. And like, do and, it. and like and like and like Todd was I think there's other guys deserving. There's 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 Garnett that deserves it to go in. Um, and there's other just other players that got similar numbers with championships. Yes. Besides besides Webb. Now don't get me wrong. Webb brought Sacramento to rele- relevance. I can't yeah. lie about that. He made he made Sacramento something special for those eight years he was there. Him, him and him and uh, him and White Chocolate, Jason Williams. Yeah, him and or, or him and Mike Bibby, the whiter White Chocolate, yeah. whichever one you want to. <laughs> whichever I, one. I used to roll up on Mike Bibby all the time at the uh, at the Cheesecake Factory with his family. I said, "Look at this little man here, man, coming up in here." That's you, it. you know. Him, I mean, uh, Petrovic, uh, Strakovic, right? Or was it, was it, what was it, uh, who's it, the, the, Page, 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 Yeah, Page, Stoyakovic, uh, d Bobby, uh, they had, uh, the backup guy, Bobby Jones, was his last name? No, name? Bobby guard, Jackson, Bobby, Bobby Jackson, Bobby Jackson, sixth man of the year. Yeah, he, he's yeah, still here, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? He, he's doing kickboxing out here, up here in Roseville, so he's still, you know, relevant. He's, I think yeah. he's just, uh, assistant with the team still, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, so, they, Weber did his thing. But it's not on the Kobe level, bro. <laughs> you just can't. You can't. To get on this ballot right here, man, you got to be like, I think they, they, matter of fact, I wouldn't be mad if they just inducted Kobe only and nobody else. Watch your mouth now. Okay, there you go. Uh, just, just drop would, the mic yeah, right there after after Michael walks on this, on on there and, and inducts him. This is a good yeah. point. Blessing and the curse, right? So I think that's that's kind of what we're saying, right? It, it's it's tough because yeah. you're. It's almost like the asterisk, right? It, it's almost like Barry Bonds. <laughs> When and if he ever goes in, yeah. Mm-hmm. Whether you got the body of work, you know, you you hit 